Hello and welcome back to another episode of Donut Discussions. Um, I'm your host, Emily Prasky, back with episode two. Um, here with my co-host, Alexa42. Alexa, take it away. Hello. Um, this is Alexa42, and I'd like to start off the discussion about Dusander on page 180. Um, I'm looking at back at my notes. So I said that Dusander's job should be to put down dogs. He should be content with killing animals and he gets paid. And I remember why I said this. I'm pretty sure uh, it's been a few days since I read this, but it was something about a job that has to put, has to be about putting down dogs. Um, yeah, oh, I remember now. He was looking for a dog to put down. And um, the guy who was talking to that worked at the shelter was like, yeah, some of the dogs we have, we got to put down. And I just thought that was like... A really good job. Yeah, that yeah that sparked something in me. Because I was like, instead of him going through the process of adopting a dog... And, and then bought, killing it. Yeah. He should he, just he'll do get, it and get paid. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. But then, obviously, it'll tie into um, a later point about the winos. Yeah. I forgot... The hobos. I'm pretty sure that was chapter 15, but yeah. yeah. She read ahead. I, I we only <laughs> were supposed to go to chapter 14, but yeah, I, uh, I'm a little reedy, reedy weeder. Um, <laughs> oh, here's my dog. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't see our. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna put the microphone up to her nose. <laughs> okay, continuing on. Okay, so um. Another thing I put in my notes, oh, I just thought it was weird that his parents slept in twin beds, but um, I don't think you've watched WandaVision, but um, in WandaVision, one of the, they travel by like centuries, you know? So Wanda and Vision slept in twin beds for one episode, and that was like back then. So I, I'm assuming that it was a normal back then for people to or like married couples to sleep in twin beds. And honestly, um, that would kind of make sense because my mom complains about how if her and my dad are cuddling at night, it gets too hot and they end up separating anyways. You know, so maybe it's that or back then they were really conservative. Or honestly, I feel like like, um, you know, I feel like his parents are really good as friends but maybe they're not like actually suitable to be married i mean we know that he goes off and he cheats on on the wife on his wife and stuff and um i just think it's weird how she tried bringing up the nightmares and she was like concerned about him and worried about him but the father was like oh this is just uh just boyhood you know you wouldn't understand you know he's probably having having dreams he's not he doesn't want us to know about and she was like i i don't know i i'm kind of really concerned about him like and i just thought it was weird how she was kind of right and he was just like hi he's a man he's turned into a man Mm -hmm. you know um yeah i remember mr moore telling us how his parents have a big part to play about how dark he can be right Mm -hmm. so um like this part of the book was very heavy focused around his parents is like it kind of felt like an hour of watching his parents talk you know while reading and i would just like to add that i loved 
how many innuendos they put. I thought it was funny. Oh my god. (laughs) Just the dad, he's such a funny guy, but in my opinion, um, he's not that good of a father. At least, like, because as a parent, you're supposed to be checking up on your kid. If you think something's wrong, you should ask, you know? And then he talked about how there's the left hand and right hand, you know? Um, the right hand, um, see what is let me check my notes um yeah so basically i'm pretty sure the left hand is what no one the part of you that no one sees but yourself right Mm -hmm. but the right hand is what usually how people see you it's what you show and um you know the dad's just like i wonder what todd's left hand is but you know him the dad and the mom wants to see what his left hand is Mm -hmm. but in the end the dad's just like He's, he's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. It's just boyhood. He, he wants to know, but he's not willing to to, yeah. to put in the effort to know. And I think I think that maybe secretly he doesn't want to know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, maybe... I don't know. I But I think it's weird. He, he kind of acts... To me, he kind of acts like, a, like an older brother. Well, no, I think an older brother would be more concerned. But I don't know. I don't know what he acts like. Probably like an uncle. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really talk to your uncle, but... <laughs> you're not really that close but yeah i don't know oh but his parents maybe if they were more like more close to him like they're i i would say they're close because they went on hawaii i think That's i'm pretty true. sure they went to rome too yeah but there's a difference between being close because i think you know your family your family can say that they know you but do they actually know you yeah you know what i mean like i would say that my close friends know me my boyfriend knows me but do my parents actually know me? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we might spend a lot of time together and we might get along well together, but they don't they don't get to know my my everyday thoughts, what I think about, you know what I mean? That's just I mean, maybe you're I would say you and your mom too, <laughs> but my that's not how my family is. Yeah. Um and so moving on I, I don't want to go into detail because obviously Todd's dream is not school appropriate to talk about, but that that really shocked me. Like I cannot believe the yeah. stuff that goes on in Stephen King's mind to put that in paper. It just it really felt wrong reading that in a way because Todd is a like a thirteen year old, yeah. and I I did that. Oh God! I, <laughs> if you could see my face while reading it, it was. My jaw dropped because I can't, I just could not believe that that was (laughs) a part in the book. Um, And I, you know, from how shocked I am from that, it's kind of reasonable. Considering. Considering that Todd was like, I got to make this stop somehow. Because, you know, you can't, you really can't control your dreams. Yeah. You can try. Sometimes it works for some people. But, you know, for Todd, I'm pretty sure he didn't want to have those dreams. And for him to result to attempting to kill Deucander, yeah. you know, he's a kid. He, he is really smart, but, you know, sometimes kids just don't think. And he probably just really wanted those dreams to stop. If he was having that every night, ugh, yeah. oh, my God, poor guy. I, at the same time, I don't blame him. This is another example of Stephen King making you empathize for the, the like, the bad guy. But like, who's the bad guy in reality? That's Are true. they just both bad guys? I don't know. That's that's another point. Who, 
who is the real bad guy? Is there a bad guy? I mean, obviously, but... <laughs> Maybe it's a man versus... Because usually in a story, it's always a... You know, the conflict is like a crucial part. And it's usually man versus man. Man versus society. Man versus nature. Man versus self. You know, but obviously the two protagonists... Or antagonists, may I say, is Todd and Dusander. But we just... We don't know who's the good one or the bad one. Because they're both equally bad. You know? Um, huh. So then... Here, let's see. Um, I just thought... I was around the time when Todd was about to, like, actually execute his plan to, like, push Dusander down into the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, sorry to Dusander, but I actually thought he was a goner. I really thought that Todd was going to be able to kill him, but... Which is weird, because you think about Dusander. He was a Nazi. He, yeah. he went through all that, and because and, I thought the same thing. I thought that Dusander was a goner, you know, but over a 13, a 13 year old, a 13 year old kid, like, I don't know. Yeah. But in a way, I don't know why I was glad he didn't die. Um, but, you know. Maybe, because, like, you know, you're, I know I'm not at the end of the book. If Dusander's dead, then, then what, the what else is, would the... Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, so I was kind of on the edge. It was kind of suspenseful for me. Well, then, near um near the end of what I read, um, if it's okay if I go on. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't read about this yet. Yeah, so, like... Go ahead and spoil it. I'm sorry. No, but um, it's just, like... Like, near, near the, uh, where I'm at right now, it kind of feels weird. Because, like, Todd's in high school. He's, like, an overachiever. All His parents are proud of him. He's a good athlete and all that. And then, um, what else? Like, Dusander, he, he's been talking to this wino on the bus. But then, at some point, the dogs weren't, as I was saying earlier, you know, killing dogs, putting dogs down would be a perfect job for him to satisfy his needs his needs to kill someone but um obviously it wore off and he needed to go on to kill like the winos the drunk hobos it's kind of like it's scary that um he spends this much time yeah he needs more and he spends this much time with todd he todd's a child kind of i mean he's 14 a teenager maybe he spends this much time with him, but this teenager is the person who caused it, you know? Yeah. I don't think he needed to kill a lot of people in the past, but... He felt bad. Yeah. He he didn't want to live that that life anymore, but, but because yeah. he met Todd, I mean, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at, you know, we'll, me and Emily will sync up. Yeah, <laughs> for the next podcast, but um, that's all I have to say for now. Yep, Emily Prasky signing off, and Alexa Fortu. See you next time, folks. Good night. Mm-hmm.